All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to The H. This is an uh, honest conversation about health, hemp, and happiness. Uh, we wanted to have a... Gerald, you're like way off the screen. Scoot in, my friend. I need a, I need a ginger thor in this, you know? Uh, we are coming to you from the studios in North Olmsted. It's Delight Cat North Royalton. Nope, one more try. North Ridgeville. There we go. It's oh, the charm. I've not gotten it right once. I just drive here. Um, welcome to Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> that welcome to Canada sign really confused me. So, you know, they, they said, oh, you're American. About to go back. Um, so Joe is not joining us today. He's in the corner. He's like, you know, so fuck Joe. We're going to explain that. We have a good guest. We have guests today. Uh, as you notice, our background has changed. Gerald's creativity has come out, and he has VH Podcast and the H of Delight. We, it's pretty. It's right there above his head. Yeah, like, look like, look at that. It looks, yeah. It's green, so it works. You green, know, green works really good with the orange. So it's like you know, just trying to keep it here. Yeah, so. I love it. Uh, Gerald, we have Gerald Spawn with us, and then we have. All right, ready? I'm gonna try. Yeah. Go go. Nashi. Nashi. Go, go, yeah. Nashi, go. And <laughs> she is on, uh, she is a professional women's football player. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What position? Quarterback, QB1. Fuck yeah. Do you yeah. like Baker Mayfield or are you like not a care at all for like Browns football? No. Not, what, um, what team do you root for? Rams. St. Louis or LA? California. All right. LA. Got all right. for the home team. Now that we have one, there's no, I waited to have a team. And I was patient, so... Why not... All right, so you have that, and you have the Los Angeles Chargers now? No, they're San Diego Chargers. They're not our team. Uh, no, yeah. LA's got two football teams. Yeah, yeah but that, isn't, that, that doesn't count. That yeah, doesn't that count. doesn't count. Thank uh, you. Okay, yeah. that's where my question came in. I was like, yeah. look, I don't pay that much attention to sports, but yeah. damn. You know? Lakers, Rams, sports. All day, every day, this is my team. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Lakers, Rams, sports. How are you with LeBron? Like, are you glad he's in L.A. or do you not care? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, he's a phenomenal player. He is. I have no issue with him leaving. He brought yeah. Cleveland a championship. Like, I'm proud. Like, I, like I let Clevelanders, let him go make his $120 million, you know? I, I'm not going to lie. In in the beginning, you know, Kobe, LeBron, before I had came out here a few years ago, couldn't stand him. Really? But I ended up, I was working television film production. I actually, actually ended up doing one of his shows. So he was revamping the Akron area, and that's what made me fall in love with him. And then once I moved out here and see, like, personally what he does in the community, like, religiously, I'm like, you, sir? Yeah. Even before the Lakers, I'm like, I I root for you at all times now. That's awesome. For sure. And and then we have the Sparks, of course, champions, WNBA, like. We had the Rockers. Yeah. They fell apart. Way back. Yeah. And the, the Cleveland Crush for a while, too. We did. Way, way That's back. way... Yeah. Yeah. You are a sports fan. I love yeah. it. Now, all right. How long have you been in Cleveland? Uh, It'll be three years. August. Three... What brought you here? From L.A., correct? Yeah. Yeah. Go, go, Nashi, go. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's literally what it was. I mean, I was working television, film industry, and I wanted to make the switch into the IT tech cybersecurity field. And so I figured the best place for me to do it, go back to school, get a whole nother degree, build myself up from the ground up, would be out here versus trying to do it in L.A. where everything's a lot more expensive. And I can really hone in on what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to accomplish mm-hmm. and go figure I have. So at the end of August, I'm actually at a point where I can move back home and, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Now, how long have you been playing football? This was going to be my first rookie year. Really? Yeah. What team were you drafted by? 
Uh, Cleveland Fusion. And because there's no team, you're going to go back to L.A.? Actually, L.A. has a team, but since there's no season and stuff like that, yeah. um, I'm going to start on with the L.A. Stampede. Wow. Yeah. All right, which one's better? I mean, L.A. Stampede is the, the, the main pro circuit. It's just yeah. a different level of women's professional. Like, yeah, it's a different I, league. I want to learn it and respect yeah. it because, like, like, like uh, Maria Fatali, she's playing for the Houston Stampede. Okay. So that's an elite league in women's football. We're going to be playing against each other. So that's awesome. It's going to be so exciting to yeah. see. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. All right, so how long have you been playing football? This has been my first year. Ever? Ever. You just were like, I'm going to go play football. Yeah, I grew up with nothing but brothers, so I was like, contact, say less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like her. She's <laughs> awesome. I love it. Oh, yeah. man. So, when in Cleveland, uh, you've been here, you did the media stuff. Cleveland had a lot. Cleveland used to be the sixth largest media uh, commercial district in the I nation. Know did that. you know that? No. In the 70s. Uh, Cleveland, it, that's why if you see six, uh, six city clothing, yeah. it's literally for that. It's okay. Like, uh, I have they, seen it. Yeah, that, that's their way of saying we used to be a lot bigger and all that. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Used to, um, but now it's like we're uh, Cleveland is doing a comeback. I, you were not the only person I've heard that moved here be to financially make good yeah. changes and all that. Yeah. Um, so you're going to be going back to LA. What are you going to be doing in LA? Still cybersecurity. Really? Just leveling up. I, I came here for a reason. Um, I'm continuing that purpose. But there's so much personal development that you can do coming to a city like this versus Los Angeles mm-hmm. that. You will literally sink or swim. Yeah. Um, but it's all based off of your motivation. So I literally moved here, didn't have one contact, one connect. I remember I packed everything in my car. I was applying for bartending jobs, IT jobs, janitorial positions, whatever I could do to get the grind going so that way I can propel. And it's just a lot easier financially to do it here than than yeah. LA prices. And Would you recommend people trying that? Move to cities like Cleveland, Detroit, Col- Absolutely. not Columbus. Forget Absolutely, because most of the time, if you reach that point in your life, you probably need to get away so you can focus to yeah. begin with. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 33. Not 33? Yeah. Go- yeah. Got the jeans. became BFFs. Uh, don't worry, guys. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> you're 33 and you moved here three, three years ago? So 30. All right. Yeah. How much of a change was that like for you mentally like you said it, it was a good move to make you get stronger oh, yeah tell us what you did to help yourself reach your goals and really know this was a good plan to go try it move across the country yeah i think uh, a pivotal thing that most people need to know is that depression hits when i decided to make the change from industries in order to solidify myself in my career great benefits and longevity mm-hmm. i started working indie film projects. I was sleeping on my brother's couch, enrolled in school, like struggling, trying to get to that point to get out here. Yeah. And then once I did, I'm in an environment where I don't know anyone. I don't have sports anymore. I don't have the, the basketball camaraderie. I don't have the athletic camaraderie. And it's just a huge culture shock. So I did go through a, a huge depression not being able to compete and trying to relearn how... Um, the social environment was here as well. You can definitely get shell-shocked. So I think that during the the transition that I think the biggest biggest obstacle I had was was depression. Yeah. Yeah, and learning how to facilitate myself, learning how to ground myself, learning how to not hold myself to anyone else's expectations. I love that. I'm not afraid of failure because I've always succeeded that. So even my... Even when I was fighting, I was eight and two. Mm-hmm. 
I took the first two real quick and then cool, I'll take it on the chin, but I'll, I'll keep going. So I think that, you know, even when you feel like you can, if, if you wake up, you can. So I think that it's, it's the little, it's the little victories that matter. Yeah. What moment was it that allowed you to bring yourself out of that depression? Competing again, sports, because I've always been an elite athlete. So to remove myself from that Mm -hmm. entirely and, and try to just focus on building family and plain Jane and it's not for me Mm -hmm. it's not for me love me but leave me wild type deal um and that's what I learned here before is always accepted but it's hard to really focus down and and get those responsibilities taken care of Mm -hmm. out here was mainly responsibilities and then I had to learn how to stagger out like don't lose yourself in the process Mm -hmm. take everything you've known everything that you've learned and it's literally helped me excel here because I am more unique than most individuals, especially yeah. in my field. Yeah. So, is it is the cybersecurity? Is it diverse at all, or is it pretty male dominated still? No. Yeah. 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 So, what would you recommend for the females that will be listening, and that you could like when you reshare it? Because I'm going to make sure you yeah. do. I'm going to stalk your Facebook. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. But like, no, I will. Like, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Um, when you go on and you're doing these things, what advice would you give to young females, young? I, I could tell because you did the uh, you talked about LeBron, young people that are up and coming and how to find like you moved across the country you followed your yeah. dreams. How that how would you recommend getting into fields like that? Because you're breaking boundaries there too. You're like getting into new things. How what made you do that and what would you give the next generation to want to get into that? I can cuss on here, right? Fuck oh fuck yeah! Wait, I'm sorry, Joe. Show your face for a second. Okay, fuck Joe. Get off the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in, buddy. Say hi. And caught. That's right, bitch. That's <laughs> it. Receiver. Yep. All right. Uh, Third string. I mean. <laughs> Freshman. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No, good. We're good. Swear uh, as much as you want. Just remember, you're going to be. If my eight-year-old niece watches it, she hears me say fuck all the time. So you're good. I know. I just, I know my mom's going to be like. Why? Why? <laughs> Why not? Um, Sometimes you need those words. Fuck them. Fuck them. I, I, coming from the entertainment industry, if you are in a entrepreneurial industry, you have to learn to do everything yourself. Mm-hmm. But at this day and age, everything is at your fucking fingertips. Yeah. So whether you want to do cybersecurity, whether you want to do programming, whether or not you want to do business and marketing, you can YouTube everything. Everything is in your fingertips. You, it doesn't have to be someone that looks like you in order to mentor you. You just need to make sure that you're finding the right mentors or at least being vulnerable enough to reach out to people saying, hey, I don't know what I'm doing, but you're successful in this and I value you for that. Do you have any advice? And I think that that vulnerability aspect is what a lot of people have to be ready for. I've had to retake classes, Mm -hmm. but then I also made the dean's list the following semester. So it's a matter of, you know, taking those and realizing that you're going to have setbacks Mm -hmm. and just continuing on with them. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, What would be a setback you'd want to talk about that you went through? That made you, you, like you did already, you said you hit the depression there. Yeah. That people naturally run into. For me, I hated school. I like absolutely hated school. Uh, When I graduated high school, it was going to be just my associate's degree and then done. Now I have two master's degrees and I'm looking at wanting to do a PhD. It's like, 
when you stop learning, you stop, like, everything. Like, you'll notice you fall down. So, so for me, I'm looking at what you're saying, and I'm like, okay, what made you keep going? For me, it was literally one day walked into the right class my junior year of college. And yeah. it was like, I felt different. And it was like the first class I took towards my actual, like, what I wanted to do in the future. Yeah. And it woke me up again, and I sparked a fire, and I went from, like, a 1.7 GPA to a 3.5 to almost a perfect 4.0 in my master's. Yeah. So that what was your wake-up moment that you like to talk, that you're willing to talk about? I know that's, like, a big question. Yeah, it, it's not a wake-up moment. It's just pure mental health. And I think that it's not discussion. She's enough. perfect on this cl- this podcast. Thank you. I, this tag was perfect. I like her. All right. I mean, I've I've really started to accept my my mental health and and the severity it can have on the people around me and on myself. I know so many professional athletes in the NBA, WNBA who struggle with it personally as well. That it needs to be talked about because it's normal. It's normal to feel like you're going insane. It's normal to feel like you ain't shit. As long as you get up and still try and do shit the next day. So you can take those mental days and you can break down. Just don't be toxic and don't start those toxic habits. As in, I'll, even if I didn't know what the fuck was going on in my classes, I showed up. Yeah. Yeah. I showed up and I just tried. It's funny how you say that because like the, Michael Jordan, yeah. we talk about how he didn't make his freshman team of college and yeah. all that. But high school. High school. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Um, but like... He kept, he kept showing up, yes. and now look what happened to him. And it's not letting the – fuck him is perfect. Don't let people get in your way. Gerald is a redhead with no soul, but when we put him in – fuck him. But fuck him. Like, and that's our show. Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, like, you, you, in all seriousness, Gerald is a fighter, and he's an athlete as well, and he trains yeah. with these people. You understand that as an athlete. It's being able to know that there's a point where you're believing in yourself. And yes. that leads to leading others. And that is what people need to understand is leadership. And I think you're hitting it right on the head. As a QB, I, I would watch you play and be like, fuck yeah, that's that yeah. Patrick Mahu. So Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready for that type of thing. Um, I think that what people also have to understand is that once you get to a point that you don't love yourself, you don't think you're enough, there's we all know, there's always that little voice saying mm-hmm. yeah yeah you are mm-hmm. yeah. we we ignore it and sometimes it's overshadowed but we always hear it mm-hmm. and to just not lose sight of that and to accept that mm-hmm. when you do hear it because those are those are the little victories that literally everyone who's ever been successful has always talked about the days that they were hungry the days yeah. that they you know slept had, on their brother's couch slept on your brother's couch didn't know how I was gonna mm-hmm. eat like I have done all of these things but I knew that I had to keep going because I knew if you feel like you are destined for more that doesn't mean stop that just means you are going too much as you know mm-hmm. given much as required mm-hmm. so you have to be willing to to know that all of it's temporary. But if you show up every day, just like I did, I mean, I could have graduated in, in two years, but I decided like, I'm going to work, you know, two and a half jobs. I'm, I'm going to kill myself for these years. Mm-hmm. And it stretched it out a bit more. Mm-hmm. But the difference is I never stopped going to class. Yeah. I always found a way if I had to skip a couple meals, I still paid for that book. Yeah. I cried. Yeah. I broke down. I like screamed. I had a whole like girl bitch fit about it. But then I was just like, all right, don't be a little bitch, Nosh. Like, <laughs> let's go. Like, come on. Like, if, if you can play on a main stage, if you can fight on the main stage, like, 
you can literally pass this is a fucking test. Mm-hmm. So the whole different muscle that people don't realize how to use. Yeah, I agree. Gerald uh, is always an inspiration to me as a 25 year old little punk that can <laughs> throw me through a wall. Uh, he is. Yeah, he's a big yeah. punk. Like he is this inspiration to me a lot of times and he's young. And I think that's yeah. the thing is we let our ego get in the way of all this stuff. He sends me messages like, hey, did you, like, remember to give thanks today? Hey, did you remember to be grateful for things? Yeah. And it's, like, it's such a little text of him just checking in. Mm-hmm. And I'm, the like, leader with him, but he, like, cares enough about the people around him. And yeah. that's something people need to pay attention to because I think you're hitting it right on the head. Like, you want to tell people about mental health. You want them to be out there doing their best. Don't quit, but at the same time, remember to take take time to love those around yeah. you, nurture those relationships, and... Patience. Fucking patience. Even if you don't believe what you're saying to yourself, still say it. Yeah. It still matters. And Mm -hmm. it adds up over time. I agree. And don't fake it till you make it, like, go buy a Ferrari or a Tesla or something. Don't do that. Fake it as in, like, don't spend the money on, like... I'm seven meals a day going yeah. out and trying to buy people to like you. Yeah. Like, go out and actually live different. Be the one that's out there at 10 o'clock at night talking to the business owners that are going through slow stuff. Yeah. Be out there at throwing the football yeah. just because you wanted to play football in your 30s and be like, yeah, I can be Pat Ma- Patrick Mahomes. I get it, you know? Yeah. I don't want to give like, our guy, I don't want you to beat him up because if he listens to the show, I'm worried that you and him are just going to, before you move. Me and Mahomes? No, you and the Baker. Oh, uh, no, no. I think Baker and you, you know, I, I, I can see you just... I mean, we both got a lot of fire. I respect the hell out of it, especially when he did that with the flag, too. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm an Ohio State fan, and I was kind of like... After I saw that, I was just like, mm, I mean... He, it's because there was yeah. so much smack talk, and exactly. that was yeah, response. Like, you know, like, shut up yeah. now. Yeah. Like, and he earned that. And you got you got to, like, yeah. really... And it wasn't... I don't think it was overly exaggerated. It was just one of those things like, hey... Shut the fuck up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree. Where do you find your fire deep down inside? How do you find it? I've, ever since I was a kid, I've been through so much that I wouldn't be alive if I didn't have it. So I've had no other choice. It's all or nothing. So it's all or nothing. The only difference is now I'm healing my childhood traumas. Now I'm actually becoming in a safe mental space. But I didn't even start going to therapy until I was 29. Really? Until I was 29. Can I... You can say, Brandon, none of your business, and it's fine. But what made you start going? Like, why 29 and, like, did before that? Yeah. Um, so much was going on in my life, and I had actually just quit my production job. So this is when I just started going back to school for IT, tech, and cybersecurity. So I was starting from ground zero. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I had a low, low. Like, I was crashing on my brother's couch. I was, you know, crashing in my car. Whatever I need to do because I knew what the outcome would be in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hit so low that I was scared. Mm-hmm. I was scared of myself. And I've never been scared of myself before. Mm-hmm. But it's just like this... Sometimes you get in that space where, like, all this shit is trashed. We're not supposed to just wake up and, and work and die. Like, th- this can't be it. Like, I am I feel like I'm suffocating in society and all these expectations versus who I want to be. I don't even know who the fuck I am yet. Like, how how is all this going to tie? Like, it's not worth it. It would be easier if I'm not here. It will be less stress for everyone if I'm just not here. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I got to that space, I knew I needed help. Mm-hmm. And I finally reached out to my family who nobody else has seen a therapist yet so I was the first one in my whole family to see a therapist so I knew that I needed help and I'm willing to get it if that means that I don't 
you know, ruin the lives of the people that I love. Because they're the only ones that are really going to be affected in the long run. Correct. And I'm okay and confident enough with myself to say that I wasn't in a healthy place. But my friends literally supported me like, hey, we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And that turned into, I need to see someone. Let me let me just try. I don't know. This shit's like weird. And mm-hmm. I see all the TV and all, everything else that they try to stereotype with it. Yep. And it's not that. You're not going to get the, maybe you won't get the best therapist the first time around. But my last, my therapist back home and the therapist that I found here, amazing, amazing. In my communication with me being able to talk here today, it's because I started going to those sessions. And now other family members of mine, I know, started going to therapy and helping and things like that. So I think that, you know, you know whether or not you're really okay. I agree. Go ahead. Well, and I think. Because I talk a lot. Well, and I think that touches on. The point you made about if you want to do something, you can look it up, you can find it. Yes. If you want help, if you need help, yes. don't be afraid to, to look for it. Yeah. You know, it, and you don't need to wait till you're at that point. Yeah. You know, for, for someone like you, I can relate, like, we're used to have having to go through the shit. Yeah. Like, it feels familiar. Sometimes yeah. if you don't go through the shit in a little while, you're like, what am I doing? Like, I kind of need something hard. It can't like, be this Yeah, like, cool. why is yeah. nothing sore, you know? Yeah. Like, um, so sometimes it does take that, but... But know that you don't have to let it get to that point to be able to ask for help. And if you go to someone and ask them for help and they don't see it as a big deal or don't understand, try to help them understand. If they still don't get it, probably not the right person for you to be going to. Absolutely. There is going to be, like you said, maybe it's not the first therapist. You know, Maybe it's not your best friend. You know, Maybe it's a cousin or someone else or, or the third, fourth, fifth therapist. But someone out there will be willing and will want to help you. Yeah. And it's just like anything else. If you need and or want something and you actively look for it, you will find it. Yeah. And that includes if you fill yourself your day with misery, unhappiness, and um, judgment, Mm -hmm. you will find that too. Mm -hmm. So you get to, I mean, in reality, you get to choose how you live this life. And I think more people need to really believe that because yeah. it's a lack of belief. They don't think that they can live the life that they want. Yeah. They think mm-hmm. they have to live this. Yeah. Yeah. When they, it can be even for this. therapy, they think, that, yeah. oh, I don't, I don't have the money to do that. That's their yeah. first thing. Yeah. No, there are so many programs. There's so mm-hmm. many different yeah. avenues. And I've, I've known even my, my therapist out here from the jump, even though I had insurance, thankfully. But like, if I couldn't afford it, she's like, we're gonna work it out. Yep. Yeah. There's plenty, plenty of avenues and individuals in the mental health field that are willing to do that because that's why they got into the field. That's why they got into the industry. Mm-hmm. A thing that I've really had over the past year and a half is a lot more online support. And I think that the hmm. online platform for online friends, I have some friend, I have a friend in Hawaii, I have a friend in Indiana now, and we've talked about mental health stuff. We talked about hard days, yep. especially in the current climate mm-hmm. and we've never even met but we're legitimate friends and we're a support system we check in on each other um, when we see something when we see little triggers so yeah. it's clear that we've been in the same pace and I think that if you are going to be all, o- all over social media you don't feel comfortable talking in person just know like there's still a pool an uh, endless possibility of people mm-hmm. that you can cater to online and that will help and work through it doesn't have to be in person correct yeah, yeah. you can yeah. still find that all over the platforms that's the good is also there with the bad. You just got to do it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Have boundaries. Yeah. That's what I tell people all the time. Like, if you... I'm horrible at boundaries. That's why I have, a, like, a big bully like <laughs> this right here uh, near me all the time. Uh, I thought he was your bodyguard. The combination. All right. Yeah, he, 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 enforcer. All he, right. he I, I say, Gerald, go! And he, like, attacks, like... Yeah. Wait, I have a dog at home, a poodle, that chases <sighs> my shadow right now. 
For real. Like, only my shadow, so I want to take him place. It's actually the funniest thing ever. It really... Don't see Brandon's shadow. Wait, wait. I it's the funniest thing it. ever until 3 in the morning, I get up to go pee. The dog is sound asleep and wakes up because my fiancé can't stop sleeping or can't go to the bathroom without a nightlight on. So there's a nightlight 24-7 on, and the dog knows this. So he's in the bathroom. I go to go pee, and then all of a sudden, from behind me, he comes jumping into the shower. Like... Takes out the shower curtain because he wants to attack my shadow. I don't know what demon is following my shadow, but my dog hates it right now. Yeah. It's not been fun. But At least he's looking out for you, though. I know. He's, he's always got my back. Yeah. You know? I love you. He does love he you. Do- oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah it's really how fun how everybody so says it's his my sole dog. Like, this dog That's and I... He and I, like, are the exact same thing. It's nice to know that people think I'm going to chase my shadow all day. So, yeah. like, that. And then my other favorite is... He's really a special dog, isn't he? He reminds me of you. <laughs> That's not a compliment, people, okay? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. I love you, but... All right, back to mental health. Um, with the season being canceled now, all right, how are you keeping your mental health? Because, like you said, you like that challenge of sports. Obviously, work is going to be coming. You're gonna go yeah. going to be moving back to California. Yeah. I'm excited for you there. Thank you. I, I lived in San Francisco for a couple months. So all right. Oakland, San Francisco. And it was heaven because like I could wake up and go for a jog and like it wasn't like here where the winter hits and all of a sudden you're like hey stay inside yeah. you know like yeah. don't move yeah. um so how are you taking care of your mental health knowing that sports are not gonna are not happening yet and I mean we get baseball tomorrow but yeah like, uh we get we get WNBA and NBA starting this weekend too that's true yeah. baseball tomorrow WNBA NBA and they're yeah. talking NFL is gonna start early if and, they get their health stuff together yeah well, so the NBA did their test, yeah. and they had nobody come back. And then the WNBA, same thing. But the NFL had like, oh, man, I think like a 1,000 cases come back between oh, wow. coaches or something. It was on ESPN's main story yeah. yesterday. Like, I don't watch ESPN, but it was on my background as like a thing to watch. And I'm like, oh, wait, what did they say? And I had to go back and listen. It was like, seriously. Well, you can see a big difference between like NBA and WNBA players during the whole COVID thing. Mm-hmm. And then you go on OBJ and you see him with Terrell Owens and everybody else traveling. And they're all working out and they're flying yeah. to Florida, Miami, L.A. And yep. wherever else was like, well, duh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has a private jet and all that. So, And then my favorite is everybody's hitting up the rumors. Oh, now OBJ wants to go to uh, New England because he was throwing with Cam Newton. And I'm like, even if he does, let him go. I want, my, I want people that I want can't to wait here. for Cam to come back. I'm a big Cam fan. He's in yeah. New England. Yeah, I know. I, I think he's going to have a good year. I do. Yeah, I do, too. I, I do. Belichick yeah. and all that. Joe, you're texting me while we're on air. <laughs> XOXO. <laughs> Ooh. Was that gospel? He wrote. <laughs> he wrote Soul Bond. Thank you, buddy. So, all right. So, your mental health with no sports happening for your your team this year. I'm still training. Are you? I'm Is the team training? training? A few of us, a group of us, we've been training nonstop. Yeah. We've been going. We we decided we were gonna, and it's all rookies. I mean, there's like a, two or three vets for okay. sure that are in there, but it's mainly just rookies. We we know we were former college athletes. So we were just like, all right, so we're going to play? Yeah. I bet. Like, we're really going to, like, do this shit. So, you know, we're still playing. And I think that the healing process that I've done, um, I mean, I I haven't been, like, this at peace and happy in my life since I I was a kid. I love that. So it's just like the world is up in flames and I'm sitting here like, 
<laughs> and it's not just and it, and it, it was yeah. nothing smoke to make you feel that way no it's just that way we're clear just accepting myself I do the smoking for everybody it. in this yeah. room alright good just making yeah, sure just the clouds you gotta just be a part of the clouds you know I like to be up in the clouds yeah <laughs> Gerald I see you give me a look do you have a question no I just like looking at you and so <laughs> uh, actually hey Joe can you grab me a box of the delight I realize they're sitting behind the camera please Please and thank you, Joe. I appreciate you. So, do you know much about CBD? A little bit. So, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so, everybody, when you hear about it, usually you hear about CBD oils, lotions, tinctures, and all that. Yeah. Uh, we're a little different. Do you have a drink? Did Gerald give I you did. anything to drink? I have a water. Oh, see? You can oh, put right. that in there. Okay. But if you're sh when you're feeling like all of a sudden like life turns at you and like you're driving home and you're like, fuck Gerald. You yeah. know? Like, I understand. I, yeah. He does that to me too. He yeah. just stares at me randomly. Yeah. So, um, he, you have that moment in your day where you're like, hey, I, I need a reset and all that. Like, yeah. you, you're pretty chill. Like you said, keep up in the, in the cloud. All good stuff. You could throw this in anything. It's odorless, colorless, tasteless. It's uh, CBD for the person on the go. It's full spectrum CBD too, so you're getting all the benefits of what you're wanting and all that. And uh, just as of today, we actually are getting our packaging switched for the packets to be fully compostable. So you can literally nice. throw it. Yep, it'll be. That's our next round and getting ready to do stuff. Uh, adding a couple products, but for athletes, being able like you could. This is how I've seen it the most. I I personally haven't tried it directly. But that's all I've been seeing lately. Yeah. All the time. So I know, I know, you know, the pickup is going there, and especially coming from, you know, California, cortisone shot type athletes. Yeah. I think that stuff like this is pivotal. Oh yeah. Especially for the long term health of athletes as well. I agree. I think that being able to get it like so, like you get off the field, you just like fourth down, you're pissed because you're you're not going for it. All of a sudden, you have your Gatorade. You just right there, yeah. or your Monster. Psst, sponsor the show, Monster. Yeah. So uh, you come on, you throw it in your drink, take your drink, you go back out, you're reset and all that. Imagine you pull a, like a hamstring or something. You get t you get like on the back of there, get the CBD going in there, get the CBG that your body naturally produces, and just boom, start pushing it back so you can get back on the field and being the best you. You've trained your whole life for it. Yeah. You shouldn't need a cortisone shot full of chemicals to get you to that next push yeah. just for that team to win. You know, yeah. it's about and then. At the end of it, it's the mental health. You have to yeah. make sure you take care of yourself there. But go ahead, Drew. Have you ever had a cortisone shot? Yeah, both yeah. both my ankles. Both yeah, angles. and they they sent me right back in. Yeah, yeah. yeah for did, sure. Did you feel anything? Like, or were they? Was it like? Um, it was pretty thick needle. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. no, I mean like after. Oh, they did after. It oh no, I I was like super. I was jumping out the gym again. Yeah. I was like yeah. ready to go, but then it it. It only took like uh, I think a few weeks or like a couple months before I had to go back again. Yeah. And then I had to go back again. Yep. And then next thing I know, at the end of my freshman year playing Division One basketball, the doctor's looking at me like, "If we don't scope and do surgery and get this out, then you're never going to play basketball again. You're ne you're yep. never going to be able to walk, let alone play basketball, because mm -hmm. it looked like a tree shredder just yeah. on my ankle. And it's because so many cortisone shots that they were just taping me up, and I was just going, going, going. But that's been uh, another issue, even with male football players. Mm -hmm. Everyone hears about them the most because that's where a because lot of the pain is, is. yeah, right. especially right. in physical contact sports. So nope. to see that this is happening now versus, you know, addiction process I'm, I'm all how for many you, how many professional athletes blow their brain tucks they were addicted to opiates and then all of a sudden they're like yeah. I, I didn't mean to be I just literally was yeah. in pain and this is what yeah. they were giving me 
It's not saying the pharmaceuticals did anything wrong, so nobody reports me on anything. Yeah. But, like, for real, it's... When you're an athlete, they say, hey, take this, and the pain goes away. So you're like, all right, you you trust that they have your best intentions. And if they're giving it to athletes, they would give it to us, and we should trust it, too, if the athletes are taking it, you know? Exactly. All right, I got to ask, where'd you go to Division I school? Pepperdine University. Really? Yeah. Nice. Stayed right there on the beach. That is awesome. And you were a point guard? Uh... Combo guard. Combo guard? Nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nice. I, I play the guard, but I like to be a bit more physical, so, yeah. I would so, want to play basketball. I, I, you and I go out, I'd play. Just, I love going against people bigger than me. I, I, I can tell. I'm like, yeah, shit, shit hypes me Guys up. always That shit hypes me up. I go play versus other people. And, like, honestly, I used to play, uh, just pick up games in Indiana. Yeah. And in Indiana, you never know who's going to show up. Like, for real, we had, like, three Division One Indiana University starters show up one day mm-hmm. to a random court out in the middle of nowhere. And the one guy brings his girlfriend, and she's, like, the starting point guard. So they're like, hey, B, you have her. I'm like, oh, great. And I'm, like, thinking in my head, like, yeah, I'm guarding a girl. Thanks, guys. No, she fucking crossed yeah. me over. I had to play her rough. She would get in on me, and, like... My oh, arm, yeah. she was, I was, I loved it. It was one of my favorite games because yeah. she took me seriously and I took her seriously yeah. and she was better than half the guys on the court anyway. So it was, I, yeah, I, I, I saw, I see it in her eyes. She's like, yeah, I'll cross you over me. Let's go play. Like, I would like, love to see her score you. <laughs> I have a feeling she'd school me. And you know what? I don't, I don't, I won't even call a foul if you found me either because that shit's still going in. So it doesn't yeah. even matter. So are we playing a game one on one? Yeah, we can do it. I do. I got a ball in the back of my foot car at all times <laughs> and a football. I also Jenga, if you ever want to play me in Jenga, but you don't want to play me in Jenga. Shut up! <laughs> I'm getting better at, at Jenga, so I, I think that's my new fun game out here. Corn, yeah. I learned how to play cornhole out here. Yeah, but yeah. you play traditional Jenga, right? Yeah. Yeah, I play a totally different way. It's I, a Brandon way. It's like a, it's, it's not like a, the scene in Big Daddy where he doesn't have an actual poker hand, but he wins. Uh, it's like okay. a fuck Joe way. Yeah. Close enough. Uh... We, we should explain that, uh, what Fuck Joe it. is. And then if you want, you get to ask us any question you want. So last okay. week we interviewed um, Maria. Yeah. Ah, look at me. I'm getting better at names, you yeah. know? So we interviewed... Shut up. I see where you're about to go. <laughs> uh, we interviewed Maria. She tagged you. So yeah. we're going to have you ask uh, do a tag. All right. All right. And you're not going to write the second. That way okay. you get time to think. All right. And then uh, we let her have the floor and ask a question. She asked a great question that like really hit me between the eyes, too. Uh, she was saying how on ESPN they talked about your football league. And she was looking at the comments and a lot of Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. For anyone who hasn't seen it, it's on ABC, ESPN. It's Born to Play. That's all the, the women's football, the conference, one of the national champions. If you want slight insight, if you're just curious, or if you want to play, watch that first. And it's gonna. I I loved it. I loved it. Born to play. Born to play is the name of it. Phenomenal documentary. And where do you see it? Uh, ESPN, on the ESPN app, ESPN online, or ABC. Perfect. Boom. So check that out. Born to play. Yes. Uh, So she was saying some of the comments, and she was saying, "How do you handle negative comments?" And it was very sexist comments that she was referring to, like, yeah. get back in the kitchen and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm sitting there going, this is so, wild. it's not even 1990. Like, that's, like, so outdated. Like, grow up. Like, and yeah. what do you do? She asked a question how we would handle it, and it, it really, like, resonated with me all week. And I was like, oh, I like the tag and all this stuff. What would be a question you'd want to ask? Is that what, I, what I'm going to come to you? Gerald has the next one that way. I throw him under a bus and catch him off guard. Okay. But you get to ask the last question before we go into 
the final part of the show with its being closing out and everything. Yeah. Does that make sense? It is. I think it would be more so with Delight and what you guys are representing here. Oh. Outside of this platform. Go ahead. Do you guys have a plan in place? Like, how do you plan on including more female athletes and female perspectives within this? Honestly, I want to... So, Delight as a company, my focus is helping people get readjusted with themselves. It's realizing that sometimes you need to reset yourself and you're not needing medicines to be able to do that. Sorry, he's over there making faces and, like, spitting in his chew. So, um... For me, with the female athletes, that's why I'm bringing you guys on here. The H is an honest conversation. I don't care if it's just hemp or we're talking about politics, but no one's allowed yeah. to yell. There's no emotion on this show. The emotion's yeah. usually me being silly. But, like, there, it's meant to be letting you have a voice. And hearing yeah. that, that those are the questions that we're still asking shows how behind we are in so much, so much culture. Yeah. And I think having you come on and explain things like, I lived in California, I'm headed back to, to better myself. I went to school in Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Our own mayor calls us a butthole, and thank you, Mayor Jackson. And so for that, I'm sitting here going, you came to a city that's laughed at, made fun of, but you knew you were bettering yourself. Yeah. And then you kept going. to. So for me, it's giving female athletes. Because I read your shirt right off the bat. Like, yeah. I, before I even... Plant society, female athletes, just athletes. That's it. Yep. That's it. Yeah. I, I, was like, I wasn't even going to read it. I was like, it just says athlete. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. And that's what it should be. Yeah. And that's... So for me, empowering female athletes, it's bringing them on. I want you to tag another one because you get yeah. a tag. And I want you to tag one of your friends that you... It, I want that voice. Because... Yeah. You deserve it. You guys fight as hard as, our, as we do. The The fact that we talk football is like a guy thing. Like all of a sudden, you know, like that's what I'm referring yeah. to because most guys associate it. But then we turned around and we talked about your day job. Yeah. And it's like how divert, how non-diverse that is and how sexist yeah. that is. And then we could keep going and I guarantee the next person that, that you could bring in, same thing. Yeah. And I'm sitting here going, that's what we need to get the voice on. So for me... Having you be willing to play a sport that you're putting your body on the line after Division One basketball, you're switching to football, you moved across the country, you're moving back. You talked about all the great things. So for me, I just look at you as an inspiration and thank you for being awesome and keep helping. Thank you. Honestly, you, you are. Like, I mean it. Like, you know, how many people jump on a plane and move up to one of the shittiest cities in the country, according to their mayor? Honestly, I drove, so it was even worse. The whole drive, I was like, shit, do I really want to do this? Like, you had a long time. You were going from hour one to hour 35. I was like, well, fuck, I can't turn back now. I'm here. Did so. you have family here or something? I, I knew one person, one person here, and they were from Los Angeles, and they just got there like a couple years prior to, and then that was it, and then they ended up leaving as well, so I was just here alone. So wow. I really had to like build myself, build That's my friends. Yeah. Oh, it was super my. I didn't start really getting like my my people like until this, the past like year, year and a half, but it was once I started adamantly walking away from everything mm -hmm. that I knew was adding to my deterioration, adding to the 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 expectations that weren't my own. Right. So I think that, you know, we, we have so many expectations. Like, if you play a, a professional sport, like me playing, you know, signing my first, my first contract for overseas basketball was, was in Australia. And it's just like, you know, every, oh, you play, but you're not a star. 
but you didn't, you know what I mean? Like you're not the MVP of the league. Like there's so many expectations just for one little accomplishment versus having that accomplishment. Question. Yeah. And I'm asking this in a general thing. So you got to play overseas ball and people say to you stupid shit like that, like you're not the best player in the league. No, they never said it to me. I would knock them the F out for you because that's bullshit. You, how many of them made made a professional sport? How many of them made even division one baseball? Yeah. Which, no offense, I think a lot of people can make because of the fact that it's like the opening round of baseball. You yeah. know, and it's, you played a professional sport. Give that person that respect. I could meet a soccer player. Couch, yeah. war- couch warriors. They're couch warriors. Yeah. You know? Stop hiding behind your computer. Start yeah. talking to people. Bring out the conversation and people yeah. and get to know. But that's all they have to say. But any day on the field, I mean, I could I could go to LA Fitness. I could go to a men's league, and I'm still going to hear the same shit. And then after I bust their ass, they're like, well, she shouldn't be here. She's a girl. And I was just like, well. So what advice would you give for guys to stop doing that? Because you see, I'm I'm very, like, different than most guys think. And I, I, that's why I do this. Is yeah. My CBD is meant to be different because I'm tired of oils. My next few products are meant to be there because I want people to feel comfortable without the fear of anxiety. That yes. see, they're, what if my family judges me? No, about? no, we were we were just yeah. talking about this before we even got on camera. Just even about MMA, about how the huge difference between five years ago yep. and now. Now we have a platform. I remember I. <laughs> I was a little dick and tried to dunk in high school. Like, I think my junior or senior year, I ended up getting hung, and my coach benched me. Oh, yeah, I was a jumper. (laughs) (laughs) Benched me the rest of the game. Like, no, you don't do that. Like, you didn't until Lisa Leslie and then Candace Parker. You didn't see – we're we're not allowed to dunk. We're not – it's showboating. It's not sportsmanship. It's not ladylike. Like, no, you have to – if we did half the shit male athletes did, we would be losing all of our scholarships. And now you have whole ass universities covering for them. Yep. So we've always been held to a higher standard. That's nothing new to us. But now we have platforms and entertainment and cultures where, especially the California sports culture for women, mm-hmm. it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. It's like desirable. People respect it. So I think that I it's an overwhelming joy to see it across social media platforms and people from butt fuck nowhere mm-hmm. are able to, you know, get a hundred thousand dollar, hundred thousand followers from just like one TikTok video of them crossing the shit out of somebody in a game. Yeah. So I think that a lot of males just need to start watching the sports now. Not what you used to watch when we were tapered off and we were limited to our capabilities, but now that like, a lot of the leash is completely just cut off. I agree. We can be who we want to be. Mm-hmm. So I think that if you haven't watched female sports in a while, even three or four years ago, watch it now. You're going to see a big difference. Like, it's cutthroat, and I love that shit. When do you move back to Cali? Uh, I've already started the process. So the finalization is going to be the last week of August. Awesome. Yeah. Are you going to be, are you an east sider or a west sider? Like in Cleveland right now? Uh, I'm near like the Akron. Oh, you're down there. I'll find us a court. We'll play. We'll video. Right. I before yeah. you go, I want to play. You yeah. cross me over and I fall to the ground. I am more than happy to be a TikTok video. Like <laughs> I'm gonna pull the shorts up really high. We're gonna. They're smacking their head. Wait, you're, can I wear my good. Tasmanian oh, devil onesie? It's Space Jam. I'm down for it. Deal. All right. Do you want a onesie? If you have one, don't, <laughs> take, don't tempt me with a good time because I've been about that life. Do you have onesies? No, not here. What kind? Do you, do you like Jack Skellington? Skellington. That's his name? That's one of my Skeleton. favorite movies. Yep. So I'm trying to make a song you want to help me with. You get a couple teammates on this, right? Okay. You know the song, um, 
What's don't, this? Don't tease me with no, this No, I'm, I'm, I want creativity right. to come out. That's why I, yeah. I gave them okay. the job. Um, I'm working on, I'd like to play with it, but using that Ske- Jack Skellington and the What's This song, yeah. and everybody coming out after COVID, What's This? What's This? Everyone's oh, wearing yeah. masks. Like, if, I, that's just, yeah. I wrote a whole thing and I haven't done it in a while. Have some We're fun in. with that. We're like, in. When we go play a game, I'll bring yeah. Jack Skellington, I'll bring Leonardo, the Ninja And I haven't Turtle. played in a few years, so you're in luck. Like, I'll, I'll even, like... I haven't played in a few years. It'll take me like, a few buckets to get warmed up, so it'll be enough time for you to, like, have a little <laughs> bit of hope before I just, like... All right, deal. Yeah. Uh, like, if, if we're are we allowed to talk shit like on a real court? Yeah. See, do you watch that Michael Jordan documentary? No, because I want to watch it all the way through together. I can't wait. I, it's I, done. You can watch it now. I know. Now I can. <sighs> yeah. My favorite one is the team Olymp- the Olympic team practicing. They video. I did. I did. Oh, that. I that did is some that. of the best shit yeah. talking yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I'm like, damn. It's kind of like Kobe when he came back. Like they're not even making me better. I don't even know yeah. why I'm here, coach. <laughs> yeah, like he did that in a Lakers practice. So. I love Kobe. Kobe. That was, had, that was my guy. He was just fight, and he's like, I want to win. Yeah. Like that's it, and that's what you're supposed to have. You're supposed to have. Mamba mentality. Your... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. So we're gonna play play each other and do the fun video that yeah. we release again after this. Yeah. Last. Uh, you'll be Jack Skellington for me? Yes, now? please. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I have Leonardo, uh, the Ninja Turtle, like this Leonardo, like him. Okay. Yeah, I have all four, too. Jelly. You don't, have I've you been, been to Melt? Have you been to Melt? I have been to Melt. He has a Melt tattoo. Oh, shit, he does. <laughs> I love Melt. All the little trinkets and stuff yeah. that they have in there is yeah. pure childhood. I'm like, yeah. Yep. I love yeah. Melt for that. Yeah, he, I went to when it originally opened. That place was so small. Yeah. You got a three-hour wait just to be able to get a yeah. table, and then you're sitting next to people like this. Like, it was totally breaking yeah. COVID rules now. Yeah. So, like, it was – I'm so proud of Matt Fish and his team. They've done great. The growth, other cities, they've expanded down to Columbus even. So, yeah. very proud of them and wish them all the best. Um, but, yeah. Gerald, you ready? Yeah, for the tag in. Yeah. So, what we do with tag in, it's what Maria did with you. Okay. What we want you to do is um, someone either you highly respect – um, someone you want to give a platform to, um, maybe someone you have like a cool little story with, but we want you to pick someone to elevate because we're all about elevating and helping our fellow person. And then we're going to invite them on to okay. also have a voice on to hear. So is there anyone that comes to mind um, that um, you'd like to tag in? Actually, yeah. Um, Sam Dixon, she does Defend Your Legacy Basketball. I've played basketball with her on the Drew League and women's basketball. She was also SoCal kid. She's from Los Angeles. She played Division One basketball. She's done the whole nine. But I've literally seen her start coaching and training one kid at a time awesome. to now being a trainer and develop coach for, like, the Sparks. And the things that I've seen this mm-hmm. woman do in the community is before she had any help, any she always wanted to give back. And the platform that she has built now is literally what people strive to be. Like, I've literally seen people like, oh, I want that, but I'm like, you didn't work like she did. Uh-uh. I've seen the grind from the bottom up, and it's just beautiful. Like, getting kids school supplies, making sure they're getting recruited, making sure they have their shit together, whatever yeah. they need. Yeah. And she's done that from a basketball Love coaching it. perspective to yeah. make sure that they're okay, and now she's just been excelling in it. And it's so, so, so beautiful to see a woman and training basketball development with women and men, boys and girls. That's such I you, you that. always see yeah. male dominant basketball trainers and trust me, they're good. They're great. Yeah. But there are 
plenty of female training and development coaches out there, and she's just one of them. And she's just getting started. She's just right. getting started. It's I'm insane. excited. She's also in Los Angeles. So, so we'll have to Skype her in. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sorry. We don't use Skype. We use Google mm-hmm. Meet. Sponsor us. I pay for enough Google <laughs> products. Um, <True>. But <laughs> thanks, Joe. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like, Our I, platform I, is, is DYL, D- Defend Your Legacy. If I have I like hoodies and stuff too, if it wasn't burning hot out here, I, w- I would yeah. have it on right now. I, w- I want to wear one of her shirts. But yeah. Like, I'm all, like, yes, 100%. Shout out her and her platforms real quick. Just so. Yes. Um, D-Y-L uh, don't know the spelling yeah. directly um, but Sam Dixon Sand all the way Dixon. through okay. defend your legacy yeah I love Perfect. it I yeah. love it so I'm gonna give you four packets yeah two for you would you give me a favor and mail or two absolutely and that way we'll get her on a call for next week yeah and then you guys boom like boom. I'll, I'll be home this weekend back again so I'll, I'll if anything uh gerald has your information now yes what we'll yeah. do is he will set something up and even if we have to like just get you two together out there since you're yeah. going home this weekend we'll set it up set it down and record and then get you guys on and that way we can get another recording in there for sure i'd love absolutely. that Oh, Joe's coming on, guys. Everybody what get ready. What would be really cool is if she has a merch store, we can pick up some of her shirts and wear them live. So yeah. we're all wearing her shirts. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is. She is. And she just la- launched a, another group, too. Nice. Group. So, yeah. Perfect. Nice. I love it. Yeah. I thank you for coming on. For real. You Pleasure. were... Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's an honor. Anytime I can... I, we got to thank Maria, too, for taking you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Thank you, Maria. Yeah. Woo! Thank you, Maria. Uh, and then, like, is there anything else? Actually, I did think of a question. Yeah. You asked me, what are we doing to embrace female athletes? What would you recommend we do? As three grown men sitting here trying to discuss it, we have no idea what would be the best way to a- approach. And other than, like, we do tag to get a good opinion and good another good vibes going. Yeah. What would you recommend we do as men uh, for that don't know the way you guys are dealing with it? We do not understand the anxiety, the stress. What would you recommend we do? Include women in whatever you guys do. Make sure that it's open. Make sure that it's welcoming. And then listen to what they have to say. If you hired them or if you brought them on for a reason, let them do it. Just like with the person that I tagged, like, I'm sure there were plenty of times that she got brought on, even though she's a guru, guru in the training section. Like there was times that I know that you know she wasn't listened to, yeah. but she it was always there. Yeah. It was always there. So don't just give opportunities, but actually let them take advantage of those opportunities mm-hmm. because that's why you brought them on board. Yep, I hundred percent. I like them. I love it. Gerald, do you want to take us out? Yep. So this has been the H sponsored by Delight Cafe. Um, Put on by Black Girl Media. Shayna, thank you so oh, much. Oh, Shayna, we love you. Yeah, I look forward to talking to you next week. We talk on Monday or Tuesday. Answer my text. And this has been... <laughs> Please answer my text. I'm going to send her this one. Guys, you just need to listen to the last yeah. two minutes. Yeah. All right? That's it. That's it. Uh, so it's been uh, Brandon. We got you on Instagram, Gogonashi. Gogonashi with two eyes. There we go. G-O-G-O-N-A-S-H-I-I. There we go. And oh. yeah. as always, Gerald and Fuck Joe. So wait, really quick, sorry, fuck Joe, yeah. is Joe came into my life and comes over to my house and I asked him to help like really like get like the proper diet and stuff because I meditate, I exercise, I do the things Good. you're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, years of just figuring out diet and all that, but then he comes in and he's like, oh, you can't have this, you can't have that, and he's like throwing things away. And I told him to do it, but then Joe goes... Um, and finds my hidden Oreos. I hid five Oreos, so when he threw them, he threw the rest of the pack away. So yeah. Pack. So he, I'm like, 
I hid these, he finds them. He throws them away, and I'm like, fuck Joe. And him and my fiance think this is funny. And I'm like, no, I love Oreos, and they're vegan. Let me eat them, you know? And he's like, no. That was, that was your breaking point. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck Joe. And then it hit me, because she, my fiance got mad, because he's throwing her stuff away. He's like, yeah. this stuff isn't really good. What do you mean it says healthy? Oh, it's brown rice. It's not. It's, he's reading yeah. the ingredients and all this. And she looks at me and goes, now I see why you say fuck Joe. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? Good for you, Joe, because that, that shit matters. It uh, matters. Yeah. What you put into your body matters. It does. And yeah. that was the thing. He does it in such a way that's loving, caring, and respectful. Yeah. He makes sure you know what he's doing and he explains it. Having both sides, someone willing to do that for you, we have. To, I had to let go of my ego to say, "Go ahead, Joe." Yeah. And that's why we're gonna design. Sh- we're designing shirts to say, "Fuck Joe," but it's like start out. Yeah. And then the O in his name is an Oreo <laughs> with a line through it. I like that. And that cool. I'm gonna need one of those. Absolutely. Yeah. I want so, you. To- and some of that is going because uh, I got to choose them because the irony we're actually gonna focus on a nonprofit that helps like young kids that are diagnosed with diabetes. Nice. Hopefully they help them like learn how to live with it, get them supplies, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're gonna send some of the proceeds their way. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I try to make everything connect. Where anything you buy with us is helping somewhere else, small, local, and build a bit. We need to rebuild our communities. We need to rebuild each other. Absolutely. And I just I believe always come yeah. from a place of love, and I, I feel like that's one of the biggest things of everyone that I've met here. It's all I've ever done is come from a place of love, and yeah. as soon as I did that, all the love started pouring out. Yeah. Just, yeah. I I like, feel this like is how this works. Yeah. Like two, I think like just the other day, I I really got my first experience of pure grace from a stranger and I was crying about it, but it was just like I'm 33 and I'm just now experiencing would you tell that story and that could be the final thing and Gerald will take us out your first experience you can say no and then I'll just make Gerald take us out and I'll tell I'll tell a random joke or something Actually, actually, yeah, I have no problem doing this. Cool. So, I just, that's a great yeah, way to yeah. go out. So. so I had just moved, and I just signed a new lease like a couple months ago and all that. Mm-hmm. Everything has been happening for me so randomly, mm-hmm. pushing me back home now that I've started to check off these boxes. And so my biggest worry about me making the transition last month was I just signed this lease. So what the am I going to do? We're in the, we're in the middle of COVID. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they're going to understand, but like, I have so many opportunities. Like I, I need to go, I need to take advantage. Like, yeah. this is what I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I'm finishing my 10th day of a spiritual fast. Today's day 10. So it's the last day. Um, and I was just like, I'm just going to completely full fledged fast. I'm going to talk to God. I'm going to see where I'm going to go with this. Everything's going to be taken care of. I have to have faith in this process. Let's see where it goes. I end up sending the text message after I woke up from a nap. I just, I was going to wait. I just ended up pulling the trigger, sending the text message. She called me and I was just like, hey, blank. And she was just like, don't worry about a thing. That's awesome. That's Don't worry about a thing. And it was like, I didn't have to explain. Mm -hmm. She was just like, we loved having you here. We love what you did, like meeting you, everything about you. However, I can help you with your transition and journey. I'm more than willing to do that. And I was just like, you don't like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. Like my whole, like I got chills. Like I low key got emotional. You don't know me and you're giving me so much love mm-hmm. and understanding because you saw who I was as a person. Yep. Yes. And especially in today, yeah. where everything is so mm-hmm. gritty, it's so dark, it's so greedy, mm-hmm. that she was just like, honey, 
I'm I'm gonna root for you, so just make sure that like you know. And I was just I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And now it, it was that it was the icing on the cake mm-hmm. for me to to do my transition. Like that's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to see what you yeah. do in LA. Yeah, you followed her, right? Because I'm gonna yeah. go stalk her like Facebook. After yeah, this yeah. Follow yeah. Her. I'm I'll, I'll definitely keep you guys updated too. Yeah. And then be- next year after I get a little season underneath my belt, you know, you guys can come back. I'll be a little bit more young. You'll be like, oh, yeah. I'll be like, what are you planning out? And you'll be like, oh, well, 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 well I got to try out with the Browns. So that we need another new QB. Like, oh man. I yeah. can see it, sadly. So, all right, and and we will be playing basketball one on one very soon. Yeah, before I leave, we got some time now. So. Oh hell yeah, yeah, we do. I'm I'm gonna probably go to the gym and shoot hoops today, <laughs> all right. just because I feel like I'm gonna need yeah. to. You know, I'll probably just take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you for watching the H or listening to the H. Uh, sponsored by Deloitte Cafe CBD. Thank you so much for everything. Pleasure. Uh, Gerald, have a good one. Yep. Yeah.